fucking A, elite team. I just took a shot of fucking tequila before I started this episode because I don't I don't even know why. Like, I'm just like living life on the edge. I, I have no fucking idea. What's up, elite army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. Hello, my elite army. I welcome you to this episode with my disarray of emotions, okay? I have been feeling actually pretty fucking good this week. I've been pretty proud of myself this week. I feel like I've been able to like really get done the shit that I want to get done. And I keep seeing fucking TikToks and reels about like we're in Q4. We got to fucking crack down and really make the most of 2023 before it's over. And like that's not my mentality, However, <laughs> I keep thinking about it. And again, like that's not why I started really like going balls to the wall with self-improvement. But like I just decided like, fuck it. I had a conversation with my friend and we were talking about restarting our Instagrams and not that that's what I want to do but because we were talking about it I was thinking about like what that would look like and how less terrified I would be to post whatever I wanted if I started my own Instagram and so that kind of made me realize that like fuck it why am I not already posting whatever I want it's my page I get to post whatever the fuck I want and so that's what I'm doing because that's what makes me feel good and makes me feel happy and to be completely honest with you now after almost about a week of doing that every single day I have so much fun. Like my favorite part of all of this stuff is editing it. And it's just like so much fun to put the clips together and put the audio in. And it's such a satisfying feeling when you like create a video that you think looks really fucking good. It's making me like really feel good. And the better part about it is that I feel like I've been able to come up with a really good schedule in order to make this happen for myself. Like I I used to feel like so overwhelmed and scatterbrained about like when I was going to get this shit done. But having like a set time that I'm trying to get my shit done by every single day and like setting my timer up for that time, scheduling my posts for that time, it feels really good and I'm really fucking loving it. So I've been really having the time of my life doing that the past week. However, of course, you know, your girl always has some mental, some mental obstacles that come up per use with anything that we try to get done. So one of the biggest ones for me is just feeling like intimidated or afraid or not sure if I'm doing the right thing and I heard a quote this week and at first I didn't agree with it because I feel like you shouldn't do things that you don't feel like doing like if you don't fully want to do something then fuck it don't do it don't push yourself to do something that you don't want to do however the quote keeps popping up inside of my head and the quote was that you should not let your mood dictate what you do essentially it was just a different way of wording discipline that if you are feeling some type of way you need to continue with the habits that you are establishing and the more that I think about it again it just keeps popping up into my head the more I actually do think I fuck with it because I mean it's it's the truth if you think about it if you let your feelings and your emotions get in the way of it you're gonna diminish that habit if you do it anyways you're probably nine times out of ten I would almost say like 10 out of 10, you're going to feel good that you did it. You know, I I need to let go of the feelings of not good enough and feeling discouraged and feeling disappointed and feeling guilty and blah, 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 blah. Like the list fucking goes on forever. 
if I just let all of those emotions dictate whatever I do in my life, I wouldn't get jack shit done. So the idea that you don't let your mood dictate what your actions are has really been sticking with me because every time I start to feel myself get some sort of wonky, I'm like, I just got to do it anyway. Don't let your mood dictate it. Just got to do it anyways. And it helps because the thing that aggravates me more than the not good enough feelings and the scared feelings and the feeling like I'm going to be judged to feelings or whatever the fuck fucking fearful feelings come up the feeling that really overrides it is like guilt and disappointment that I didn't do what I said I was going to do. So when I continue to do what I said I was going to do, when I continue to build that habit, I feel really good about that. And it overpowers those other feelings of fear. So that kind of pushed me towards thinking about what I needed to do to ease that discomfort and better align me with what my elite self does, how my elite self behaves. Because as we know, we already are deciding that we are our elite selves. We just have to align our behavior with our elite selves instead of waiting for some fucking magical moment to come by and we transform into our elite selves. No, she's already here for us. We're already that person. We just have to align our behavior. So I was trying to think about what would help me align my behavior with my version of my elite self. Find comfort in the discomfort, if you will, for lack of better words. I came up with two methods to first help ease your brain and then get control over it. To really start feeling confident as fuck and to not let goddamn anybody disrespect us, including ourselves. I'm so excited about this too because it's applicable to literally anything. Your emotions are taking over. Your overactive mind is taking over. You're starting to feel more reactive and less in control. We know the feeling, you know, like, you know, when you start to feel your crazy seep in, that's what we're talking about. So let's get into it. So I got to be honest, this first one didn't pop up for me in regards to self-improvement. I mean, like it did, but not in regards to daily self-work, like not in getting me aligned with my most ideal self. It was more so to know how to better respond to a person in my life that fucking irritates the goddamn shit out of me. As I've told you guys in the past, I deal with a narcissist. And so I was working with my therapist to try to figure out how to not be so reactive to that person, how to not let them get so deep under my fucking skin, how to not allow them to have power over me and take control of me like they completely try to do as the narcissist that they are. My current reaction to this is panic (laughs) like not even in like this narcissistic situation but like in any situation that I'm feeling confronted or feel like I should be stating my opinion standing up for myself anything like that like I get instantly like triggered by that and feel like I need to be like behaving in some sort of way a lot of the time when it comes to this kind of thing we hear about fight or flight Apparently, I've learned from you guys that there's like, because I've talked to you guys about this on TikTok and you guys like blew up my fucking shit letting me know that there's actually more than three, which I'll tell you the third one that is affected by me. But you guys said there was like, I think it was like six or seven of these reactions. I don't remember them all. Forgive me. I'm so sorry. But of course, selfishly, I remember mine (laughs) and mine is freeze, fight, flight, freeze. I freeze like and even if I don't like physically freeze like I'm like I I don't know I take fucking shit so literally like I think that like that means that I literally like freeze in the moment but I don't like I just get so overwhelmed so flustered so like caught up that I can't even like spill out what I'm trying to say like for example somebody fucking said some stupid shit to me that involved my 
cat judy you've seen her on the fucking show before obviously she is my child she is my pride and soul and love and i and like honest to god like mango mango is my soulmate on a whole different level than judy but judy is like my zen cat so like don't fuck with her okay she's the mom cat don't fuck with judy and this person was like fucking with her and saying like that she thought she hurt her in some way and I literally like instantly was angry but was so overwhelmed with emotion that I like couldn't spit out what I really wanted to say it wasn't calm cool and collected it was just like jarbled garbage because I was like so overwhelmed with emotion and I fucking hate that like I would love to be able to just like internalize what has just happened and calm cool and collected regurgitate a response back to them that's going to be effective I feel like a lot of the time my goal was to 180 from this freeze mentality. I always felt like I needed to be aggressive. Like I needed to like pop off at them and snap back and put them in their place because to me that was better than what I was already doing. And I felt like if I didn't do that, for lack of better words, like I was a pussy, I didn't realize that there were other options for me. And I'm here to let you know that there are other options for you. There's an in-between between being a like pushover, belly up, let everybody walk on top of you, which is like what I felt like I did, and being like a aggressive person when it comes to standing up for yourself. It has always been my dream to be that calm, cool, and collective version that I was just describing. To me, that really aligns with my elite self, being calm, cool, and collected in situations that are typically high emotion. And I feel like I've really figured out how to make that happen in a way that isn't totally terrifying and that doesn't go against like my moral compass. Because I feel like doing that 180 to an aggressive person or even like changing it to like the healthy version of standing up for myself just always has felt really intimidating. And so I'm really excited because I feel like I've really found a way to do this in a way that seems attainable and realistic. Really before I give you these two methods, I have to tell you, you cannot apply either of these two methods before you have the ability to become aware of your emotions. You have to master that. You have to be able to recognize when your brain is starting to go haywire. You have to be able to regularly and relatively quickly recognize when you start to kind of enter that crazy stratosphere, like when you start to overthink things, when you're starting to lash out and project when you're starting to like just really let your mind be more in control than you are in control. If you feel like you don't have much recognition over this, this is what you need to practice first. Take the time to become really self-aware and being able to recognize when your brain starts to enter this crazed sort of state. Write down these two tips to save for later and completely Focus all of your attention towards becoming self-aware. Once you feel like you can pretty quickly recognize when your mind is out of pocket, (laughs) you can enter phase two, (laughs) easing your mind, okay? This is the first step is figuring out how to like get control of that and leave this crazed haywire unraveling sort of state and start to feel like you are who is making decisions for your mind and not your emotions making decisions for your mind. Now, if you're anything like me before 
I started implementing this, you're like, that sounds like fantasy world. Like the thought of being able to control your mind when it starts to get fucking buck wild sounds like it will change your life. Let me tell you how. In order to ease your mind, you have to first think about your values. It requires taking a moment to pause and think before you respond. I've heard that my whole life and I've never been able to do it. (laughs) I've heard that my whole fucking life to just like take a moment and pause and I just like I have not found the ability to really make that happen for me. Like I can't think before I respond. I just like respond because it's almost like it, it just feels awkward to like wait that beat to respond. It feels like I'm I don't know in some weird way being fucking rude by not answering the person right away. Not only do I want to tell you that it's okay to pause that beat, like nobody's like pressuring you to say fucking shit before you have to, first of all, but really more than that, what's helped me the most make this a reality is keep a mantra. If you keep a mantra to return to, again, because you've spent the time becoming self-aware of when you're already feeling these emotions, when you start to feel yourself kind of get a little crazed, when you start to feel your mind taking over have that back pocket mantra to come back to whenever this starts to happen to you. And I'm going to give you that mantra. Reword this however you see fit, whatever works best for you. But essentially, the mantra is which one of my values aligns with this? Let me give you an example. So the narcissist that I was talking about earlier that I deal with will bring up a lot of my boyfriend's past relationships. Because they know that that will get under my skin. They know that they have quote unquote knowledge up on me and therefore are using that to try to control me. (laughs) And thus far, (laughs) it works. Isn't that fucking fun? It always gets me worked up. I always get riled up. I always feel upset about it. I always start to question shit. I always start to do like fucking all of the things. Again, feeling my brain go haywire. It impacts me, it impacts like how I'm feeling, it impacts my relationship and then other shit starts coming up with the two of us because I'm like questioning other shit that literally shouldn't even be, it's none of my business. It was before me, has nothing to do with me. And I, because now I'm being fed this irrelevant information, I'm getting all worked up about it. Especially like guys, you know me, like I have like all the trust issues in the world. So like I always feel some type of way about some whatever fucking shit that comes up, right? So it's irritating and they know that they have control over me for doing that. But in those moments that that person brings up a past situation, I can come back to my mantra, which one of my values aligns with this? And identify the fact that I have a value of living in the present. And I could 100% say that to that person. I could 100% say, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about this because I value living in the present. You know, that's a priority of mine. I don't want to talk about that. But honestly, like that seems terrifying at first. Like you've just become self-aware of your own emotions the thought of like, and this again, this is just me personally. I'm sure there's other of you out there that think the same way as me, but I know there's also elite out there that think differently, that want to pop off. Trying less to pop off or trying to come out of being this like passive version of yourself that lets people walk all over you, it might not be the best answer to jump right into saying something to them. 
And this method works so well because it's just identifying it to yourself. Because most of the time, you're not really thinking about your fucking values. Like people talk about like values and morals and ethics and all these things, but you never fucking think about them. So I think that just being able to identify your values themselves and identifying that within yourself and identifying why it's irritating you so much honestly brings your mind so much more ease and it gives you something else to focus on than the stupid bullshit that's being spewed at you. And if you were to say something to that person, like if you're more of a pop-off type of gal, it seems so much less intimidating or threatening or whatever word you want to use to be like, yeah, I just have a value of living in the present than fuck you, don't talk to me like that. Fuck you, why would you say something like that to me? I don't need to hear that, blah, blah, blah. Like, it almost seems like you're threatened by whatever they're talking about. Like, all of this other extra garbage. You don't have to worry about that because all you're doing is saying, like, what your value is. Like, if you were to just say, like, yeah, I, you know what? I just value living in the present, so this isn't really something I need to discuss. Sounds so much more on top of your fucking shit than all of that other garbage whether it's you popping off again or like like I do like freeze and get flustered or if you say nothing at all like it makes you sound so much more sophisticated and on top of your shit like I said so much more confident and that's the goal isn't it sisters (laughs) another example you could use this for is like I was always so afraid of people's opinions walking into a room alone wearing something a little you know different outspoken being vulnerable on social media speaking up and sharing my thoughts in a group of people. When I start to feel those fearful feelings bubbling up inside of me, I can ask myself which one of my values aligns with the reason that I'm feeling afraid. I'm overthinking. I'm overwhelmed. I feel emotional. I value feeling confident. I value appearing confident. I value expressing myself through fashion. I value working to achieve my dream career. I value my voice. I value spending my time how I enjoy it. And we will not let anyone disrespect our values, including ourselves. Doesn't it sound like so much more empowering or so much more like you're willing to do something about it if it's somebody attacking your values? That's how I feel. Like if you really boil it down to like what your values are, like for some reason for me, like if I just think like, oh, they're attacking the way that I feel or oh, they have something to say about the way I dress or they have something to say about my opinion. Like for whatever reason, like to me, it seems more valid. It's not. Let me just clarify that right fucking now. But like for whatever reason, my toxic brain is like, yeah, that's more valid that they don't have to agree with the same things as me. So that is just reason to put me down. It's not, again, but I justify it for that. But when you identify it as your value, something that is like a core piece of who you are, I just feel like I'm so much less likely to accept that behavior. I'm so much less likely to accept the disrespect of you not taking my value into consideration, of you not respecting what my values are. And again, that includes yourself. Like if you are going to diminish your voice, if you are going to dress how other people want you to dress, if you're not going to show up for yourself how you know you can show up for yourself because you're afraid of what somebody else might think, don't disrespect your own values. You know that it's important for yourself to show up in whatever way that you want to show up as so don't not do that don't disrespect your own values just because you're afraid that somebody else might disrespect them or whatever your fucking reason might be 
Once you feel like you have mastered self-awareness of your emotions and the value that's in question that's making you feel that way, we can enter phase three. (laughs) This one feels like fantasy land to me. I won't lie. But the way I had this worded for me and how I'm about to word it for you really made me feel confident, made me feel empowered, and made me feel like it realistically could be a thing, like how that it could actually happen for us. And it sounds like literally now that I'm here, like telling you guys about it, it just sounds so like simple. But when I heard it, I was so like mind fucked by it. Intentionally choose your response. Set the intention to choose your response. Your whole life should be like this, that you're not living your life out of control as a servant to your mind and the things you overthink about and the things you have high anxiety about and the things you're highly emotional about and whatever else. You should be intentionally choosing how to navigate your life, how to respond to people, how to be your elite self. The goal is to intentionally choose a response instead of just reacting to a situation. This is how we gain control, how we gain confidence, how we gain self-trust to have our own backs in situations that feel overwhelming. The goal is to identify what is happening. You know, you need to have that self-awareness, first of all. I'm feeling disappointed because my boyfriend decided to go out with his friends instead of hanging out with me. This challenges my value of feeling prioritized. I will let him know that I'm feeling disappointed and that I'm not feeling prioritized. I will not blow up his phone. I will let this go for the night. I will put my phone in the other room so I don't check it every five minutes. Put my favorite reality TV show on to live the drums of other people and not my own. And paint a fucking pumpkin. I'm intentionally choosing a different course of action instead of just fucking reacting like I normally would to this shitty situation. The guy fucking decides to hang out with his friends over me. I could have made other plans. I could have done other things. That's so fucking rude. And like, let's be honest, we all fucking sit there and say like in this specific situation, we're all like, oh yeah, like I could have done something else with my night because that's, you know, the healthy thing to like say. But you know that it's because you're fucking disappointed as shit that he prioritized them over you. And that hurts like no motherfucking other. So it, you want to react you you your emotions just completely take over you want to let him know how you feel you're so upset about it the list goes on you're wanting to say the right things to him and your perfectly crafted message fuck all that bro fuck giving him that much power over you you don't want to give anybody that much power over you You need to intentionally choose a response that best suits you for the situation that's going to, again, give you the power. It's not going to give them the power. You want to be able to take control over your emotions and your hectic mind to ease that feeling and intentionally choose a response. Another intentional response that I think is, you know, like really beneficial (laughs) for most situations is throwing them off the rocker, like throw them off their game. Throw them a curveball. Give them something that they're going to be like completely flabbergasted and thrown off by in this situation of your boyfriend choosing to hang out with his friends instead of you. Literally just being like, oh, wow, that really hurt my feelings. What made you choose to hang out with them instead of me? And just wait. Just wait for a response. 
who has the power in that situation? <laughs> not them. Because you're not fucking sitting there stewing over what they did to hurt you. You can 100% still be upset about it, but they don't have the power because you're not allowing it to consume your entire soul. You are intentionally choosing a response through words and through action. You also can do one or the other. You don't have to do words. You don't have to do action. Choose one if you want. You know, sometimes it's easier for me to intentionally choose through action because sometimes the words just seem too intimidating. Or you can do both. Or you can do one or the other. Like whatever fucking works best for you in every situation. Every situation is going to be different. You say something to throw them off that shows the value that they disrespected. And then you choose intentionally a course of action that's not going to allow their behavior to consume you and your emotions and your overthinking. Or allow the disrespectful behavior to continue. If you're being disrespected, walk away. If they're committed to misunderstanding you, change the subject. Or again, walk away. Stop spending time with that person if it's consistent behavior. Paint a pumpkin. Go to the gym. Watch your favorite show. Go to sleep. These are all intentional responses. It is not going to mean that you instantly feel better. This isn't a recipe to make you feel better when people treat you like shit. Because those feelings are all so valid. But the more in control of yourself you can become, the more powerful you feel in whatever circumstance pops up. You can feel proud that you didn't let anybody disrespect your values and for not letting you disrespect your values because you're intentionally responding to them. You're lessening the reaction of freaking the fuck out, getting all worked up, feeling angry, feeling sad feeling taken advantage of, maybe saying nothing at all and feeling guilty because you're not a better advocate for yourself. That alone, intentionally choosing a response alone will make you feel proud of yourself, feel like you can trust yourself and feel like you have your own fucking back. I think what I like the most about this is that you can intentionally choose a response. Like you can be as kind as you want. You can be as short as you want. You can be as overexplained as you want. As long as you are crafting a response with intention that you see best fit for the situation, then you're good. Maybe you craft it better the next time, you know, but like as long as you are in control and choosing what you are answering that person, you're going to feel good about it compared to allowing your emotions to take over and just spill some stupid shit out that you would rather have responded in a different way. Being more intentional instead of reactive we all know that we can't control what other people do we can only control ourselves so being able to find self-control in our own mind by identifying what's happening by identifying our values and intentionally choosing a course of action will bring ease to your life guaranteed and just the ability to act in the way that you best see fit for each situation is going to be a huge power shift for yourself. And you know what? The thing with this too is that it, it, it will. It will feel scary. It'll feel uncomfortable. It'll feel awkward. But just like anything else, it'll get easier. It, you're going to realize the more that you do it that it's not as terrifying in whatever like big 
response that you're picturing in your head that's going to happen isn't going to be a thing. Like you'll be fine. You'll realize the more situations that you get into that are you confronting somebody else through words or through action, like whatever it is that your bigger fear is, you're, you'll be fine. Like you just, the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, like, yes, they'll feel awkward. They'll feel unnerving, but the more you do it, the more you realize that it'll be fine and the more powerful you're going to feel, the more confident you're going to feel and in being able to achieve this, just like literally fucking anything else. Literally, like think about how awkward and nervous you were when you started your job. You felt like you weren't going to fit in. You felt like you were going to screw something up. You feel like whatever the fuck, but it always ends up being fine and you're always really good at it and you're always like you you know, you pull through and it, it, it always works out. You know what I mean? It's the same situation. You realize that you are capable of standing up for yourself, showing people how to treat you, not allowing anyone to disrespect you. And the more you do it, the more it becomes natural. So our main takeaways. Number one, you have to be able to quickly recognize when you are starting to let your mind unravel (laughs) when your mind is starting to like completely go haywire you have to become very self-aware of your emotions when your mind is starting to take over when you're starting to feel overwhelmed when you're starting to feel any sort of way that you are becoming more reactive and not in control of your actions because your mind is kind of driving you around instead of you driving you around as soon as you can get that recognized, like you don't have to do fucking shit about it. But as long as you become self-aware of it, then you can move into this value identification phase. You start to feel those emotions rise. You've become self-aware enough to recognize when it is happening. So you can use your back pocket mantra to say which value is being impacted. Why am I feeling this way? And for a while, just the identification of the value that's being impacted alone is going to make you feel more at ease. It's going to make you feel more in control. It's going to make you feel more powerful over your mind and your emotions. Once you feel like you've really mastered that is when you can begin to incorporate phase three of intentionally choosing your response. Let that response be in words or in action. Choosing something that is going to align with the value that's in question. You have to practice this one step at a time. This is anything with self-improvement. You cannot allow the knowledge to skill gap to infiltrate you just because my elite like you are so smart you are you know exactly what I'm talking about you can picture it to be true and so it's going to be so easy to feel like you can implement it all at the same time please for the love of God don't do that don't create that knowledge just go gap for yourself you're only going to feel heartbroken you're only going to feel disappointed and you're only going to feel overwhelmed and frustrated and flustered by this topic focus on one fucking thing at a time Try to become more self-aware. If you're not already, maybe some of you are incredibly self-aware already, then you can obviously head into phase two right away, trying to identify what your value is. Again, that is not going to be something that's super simple and easy because we don't normally do that on a day-to-day basis. Ask yourself, when you start to feel yourself get some type of weird, what is my value? What value is in question? Why is this irritating me? What value is somebody touching, hurting, whatever? That's making me feel this sort of way. Identify, identify, identify. And then after that happens is when you can begin to implement the phase three of intentionally choosing a response. But you have to do one at a time. 
like yesterday I was I was supposed to go to the dentist right (laughs) and as you guys know I'm moving to Tampa on October 12th okay and I need to get like all of this fucking work done because your girl let her mouth go to fucking shit and I because I didn't go to get a cleaning because I just entered adulthood and I just didn't make doctor's appointments for myself okay I made the mistake I made the mistake and I'm paying the goddamn price for it so I have a very small window of time in order to get all of this shit done before I fucking move away could I go to another dentist sure but I'm just trying to fucking finish everything up and be done with it so I make dentist appointments right I have like four within a two-week period and one of those appointments is getting crowns done and so there is like a I have to they it takes a week to get the new crowns right I'm about two weeks out from moving so it's I'm on a short fucking time frame yesterday I don't know like I just forgot that I was supposed to go and I I woke up to my alarm and just like went back to bed like I completely forgot that it happened so then when I woke up and I realized what I had done I had a complete fucking meltdown so that is an example of like my brain taking over my mind taking over even this morning when I went this morning to the dentist because I was making up for yesterday I'm like late and I'm stressed because I'm late and I was fucking it up for yesterday I wasn't late you know what I made it on fucking time and I was really proud of myself for that but you know what it's fine (laughs) I you know, I'm stressed today because I had missed yesterday and I was so fucking beside myself yesterday feeling my crazy infiltrate my entire being. My mind was completely taking over, completely taking over. And and when I was able to say to myself, what value is being so fucking triggered right now? And it was this value of not respecting other people's time and, and that being important to me. I find a value of mine is to respect other people's time. I had spent an hour on the phone today trying to fit me into their schedule so that I could be done before I move. And I just fucking completely disregarded it and slept in like a, the lazy bum that I fucking am. That's, that was rude. I don't want to be mean to me, but you know, like that's what my brain was saying. Just recognizing the value alone made me calm down. And in that situation, it's not like I'm going to like go and tell them, oh, my value of mine is that I don't want to be late, blah, blah, you know, but like, because this was a situation that it was just for me, knowing that that was my value alone eased my mind. And then my intentionally chosen response is to let it go. I can't do anything about it. I can't control it. It's in the past. I slept through it. That didn't make me feel good. I know that I can try to do better in the future because now I've identified that a value of mine is not fucking dicking with other people's time and I can try to be better about it in the future. And that's all I can do. But my intentionally chosen response is to let it go. When you start feeling confident and quick with identifying your values, you can start crafting an intentional response to the person that disrespected you, including yourself, and take action. Like I told you guys, I start to feel frantic when I feel my brain getting the best of me. And I start to not like think, let alone speak right, because I feel like if I do, it means something about me. Like I think that a kind person doesn't freak out at people or a kind person doesn't put people in their place or tell people, you know, how they should feel or or, or, or tell people how to treat me or like, like literally I think that I'm being rude by telling people not to disrespect me. Or I, I have this feeling that like I'm going to have to deal with some like giant 
confrontation. Like they're going to freak out at me and I'm going to have to deal with that. And then I, honestly, it's more so about my fear of how I'm going to respond than what they're actually going to say to me, that I'm not going to be able to handle it right. And I'm going to be disappointed with myself with how I handle it. It's this whole huge spiral, right? This could be the same fucking concept for a person that likes to pop the fuck off. Like if you don't pop the fuck off at them, they're not going to understand how angry they made you. They're not going to, they could potentially treat you like that again because they will not have experienced the wrath of you. And so like you need to show them the wrath of you so that they don't ever treat you like that ever again. These ideas are all based on some pretty shitty advice that I've been given over the course of my life, whether it be actual like given advice in words or just like ideas that have been passed down to me through family or through society, like whatever. So this week I asked you guys to tell me the worst advice that you had received and per usual, you did not disappoint. I got a lot that I fucking loved. I loved, but I just wanted to highlight some of my absolute favorites because they just really like hit something inside of me and I wanted to share them. The first one is stop talking about it equals that you'll get over it. <laughs> okay, girl, me. Like I relate to this so fucking hard. Anytime literally relate it to this entire topic that I've been talking about today that I have felt disrespected if I just let it go if I don't talk about it if you don't think about it if you don't like dwell on it it'll go away you'll get over it and you know what that's fucking bullshit that's fucking bullshit just because you stop thinking about something just because you stop talking about something does not mean that you get to get over it and just because you stand up for yourself about something doesn't mean that you're going to be over it. Somebody disrespects you. Somebody disappoints you. Somebody does something to you that hurts you. Letting it go is sometimes going to be the best thing for you. But that doesn't fucking mean that you're over it by any means. You can let it go and not give them the power anymore. That's fine. But that doesn't at all mean that you are over it and that it's not going to affect you anymore and that you're not upset that it happened. The next one is to set low expectations for success. The person that submitted this let me know that somebody had said this to her that was trying to do the same thing as her. They were both trying to write a book and that person didn't have success with their book and she did and they had told her to lower her expectations for success because they didn't think that it was going to be anything for them it was gonna pop off for them you have literally no like nobody has no idea how to predict that for you like the fact like and it's so mind-boggling because if that person had listened to that advice like what could have been the person who wrote this book has impacted so many people and what if they didn't write the book that is now a number one bestseller because Someone else was projecting their own experiences and their own feelings onto them. We take people's opinions so to fucking heart, but everybody's opinions are going to be based off of their own perspectives, their own experiences, the things that they've been through. And no matter how much you try to explain to somebody what you're going through, what your side of the story is, what is happening, they will always apply their own perspective and experience and perception onto your own story. It's inevitable. There's nothing that you can do about it. So stop putting so much fucking weight into people's opinions because you have no idea what could happen. Again, imagine if this person had put the weight of their success into this person's opinion. They might have not have even tried and they did and they were successful with it. 
just because that other person wasn't and that was their experience means nothing about anybody else. This kind of leads me into the next one that I think was super interesting, which is follow your leaders blindly. It's interesting because they were explaining to me that just because you do everything they do doesn't mean you'll be successful. They might be leading you in the direction best suited for them, not necessarily best suited for you, which is so true because I feel like, you know, with anything, with self-improvement, with me talking to you right now, with all of the shit that we see online about how to live your best life, how to become the most successful, how to lose weight easiest, how to have the most aesthetic house, how to raise your kids the best. I mean, like, fucking Christ. There's, like, so many things. People are always going to tell you what works best for them, but you have to be able to take all of that information and divvy it down and figure out what works best for you. Apply it to yourself. Try it out. See if it works. If it doesn't work, pitch it. If it does work, apply it. Maybe a piece of it works. Keep that piece. Ditch the rest. And that's just how it goes. You have to figure out what works for you because what works best for somebody else doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. You can look to your leaders. You can look to your role models for an opinion and for advice. And you can even try to apply some of the things that work for them because maybe it will work for you because there's a reason that you guys connect. But that doesn't mean just because they were successful because of something doesn't mean that you are going to be. You have to figure out what's going to make you successful and what's going to make you feel good, what's going to make you thrive. Last but not least, my fucking favorite one. Follow slash find your passion instead of you should develop your passion. Yes, literally. Everybody says that. Everybody's like, oh yeah, find your passion. Follow your passion. Find your passion. Instead of develop your passion. If somebody had said to me, develop your passion instead of find it, I would have felt so much more inclined to work hard to find my passion. I felt like it was something that was already inside of me that I needed to figure out what it was and find it and search for it and look at all avenues of my life and figure out what I'm good at and figure out what things I'm most attracted to and then be able to apply it from there. And you know what? It might not be that. You might have to like fucking find something. You might have to pursue something, figure out what you like and what you're good at and and develop what your passion is and then go for that oh man my elite don't fucking leave you sit right where you fucking are i swear to fucking god if you leave here without subscribing to the show and leaving a review i'm gonna be really fucking pissed because the shit that i just gave you is really gonna change your life it's gonna transform you and if you don't fucking subscribe or leave a review for the fucking show, you're fake. Don't be fake. The elite are not fake. So for the love of God, subscribe and leave a five-star review for the fucking show. Please, we're friends. Leave me a review. Subscribe to the show. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We are gaining control of our overactive minds and exuding confidence from here on out. If you have any questions or stories that you would like to share, find that question box on Wellish's Instagram. It's in a highlight, super easy to find. It's at Wellish Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. There's a dot in between my first and last name on Instagram, but check me out on either platform for more self-improvement advice. We're going to have a kick-ass motherfucking week Do not forget that you are elite as fuck and I will talk to you all on Monday. Bye, guys.